0: Welcome to Man Explorers, where we voyage forth and delve into the world of sci-fi. But wait a minute!
1: Ah, that's better.
0: So this season, we're going to be exploring alternate universes. What they are, how dark they can be compared to our regular ones, and just what kind of strange, wondrous, and terrible things can be found there. So come and join me on this journey, and we'll all go and find wonder Error and strangeness together. Hello again, ladies, gentlemen, and everything in between. Uh, welcome to another episode of Rocket Man Explorers. I am your host, the Rocket Man. If you didn't already know that, and I am once again joined by our globe-trotting, universe-trotting furry friend, blast from the past, Alexa the Tribble.
1: Blast from the past.
0: Blast from the past. Blast from the past and present and possibly future.
1: I'm a time traveler too.
0: Alexa just occupies all, you know, possible timelines. (laughs) I'm everywhere and
1: nowhere at the same time.
0: Exactly. You are the Alpha and the Omega. (laughs) The one and the nothing.
1: (laughs) Hello. Hello. Hello again.
0: Once again, we are, of course, still examining alternate universes, and once again, we find ourselves in the universe of Star Trek. This time With the Star Trek Enterprise Double Duty episode, In a Mirror Darkly 1 and 2. Which continues on the theme, again, not a TNG sort of parallel universe scientific alternate episode. Alternate universe, rather. This is a continuation of the original series Dark Universe. Technically, it's actually a prequel since chronologically it takes place before that happens but is a continuation on the theme of the idea of the evil federation and everything that comes from that however it it takes the concept a bit further in several different ways which we will get into now and the first way and the one i like the most is that they commit to changing the show entirely including changing the god-awful theme song to some kind of militaristic jingo, which, even though essentially it's depicting the human genocide and colonization of the universe, is still better than clo- you know, Close to My Heart or whatever it is that they sing in the actual theme. It's still better than that. Because I've got faith of the heart I'm going where my heart will take me I've got faith to believe I can do anything. I've got strength of the soul. No one's gonna bend or break me. I can reach any star. I've got faith. I've got, I've got, I've got faith. Faith of the heart. Well, there's a flashback to boldly boinking with our intro song to Enterprise. Like I said, nothing is as bad as that.
1: Yeah. But before we jump too far into it, though, just... If you haven't already, you should go back and listen to the first episode we recorded, or the, the last episode we recorded, um, yep. the Mirror Mirror original series one. Yep. It'll They'll, give you some good context. About- there'll be
0: several parallels between what we discussed there and what we're discussing here, as they're they're very closely related thematically and structurally, the, 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 these episodes. And
1: as, as is the case for many of these sorts of continuation of themes from the original series, all of these later series that called back are based on the episode from the yeah, original series yeah they're all based on so. the
0: episode in, but just dialing everything up to 11 so in the previous episode <laughs> we trying to be like a now. little
1: bit more sophisticated yeah in the short storytelling but still keeping scars so, are still bad yes
0: women still have to dress sexy less clothes less, even less clothes Hoshi wears essentially nothing yeah. for the whole time yeah. which you know like like literally she's wearing lingerie the whole time so yeah. not even a uniform yeah um, until yeah. like the very until midway through the second half of the second episode mm-hmm. Um not as much beard not as much beards are evil though
1: no. I, think, I, think I think Reed's
0: beard there Reed already is was beard.
1: facial stuff going on wasn't there in some of the characters yeah exactly that's there's le, there's
0: less room to maneuver there yeah. I think like maybe Reed's beard is a bit bigger but sure. other than that bigger is
1: always e- more evil is always
0: more evil bigger is always more evil but there's whereas <laughs> Scar I I
1: that isn't really no. bigger that's more hairy or hairier is evil
0: more volume is evil Ooh. More volume is evil. Volumizing hair is evil. So (laughs) volumizing shampoo, also evil. Keep that in mind. Uh,
1: But where where they really Pocket Man likes it, flat and straight. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Take that as you will, folks. (laughs) Where they really sort of go all the way with that is scars. They they just give Trip like <laughs> so they're steps. like they're like you know the Sulu thing with a scar sort of a crescent scar around his eyebrow is good. Let's melt half of Trip's face off and have that as a scar instead. And it's it's something. It's it's too much. It's oh there we go. <laughs> Tried trying- to hide it, but our Tribble is getting into the alcohol, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. I was trying
1: so hard to not make that. Audible. Oh, that's we fun. can cut that out. Yeah, it's a dark. Hey, technical, Tina.
0: It's a dark universe. People are going to be drinking. They need to drown their sorrows. And but, if you
1: want to drink, you please, can check out this episode's drink. Indeed, and enjoy. Indeed, please join responsibly, us responsibly. Unless you're listening from the alternate dark universe, and, in which
0: case enjoy irresponsibly. Yeah. Sit, sit with back your, with your scars and your sit back with your scars hair. and your beard and your lingerie and, <laughs> and have your volumized yourself. A hair. Yep, with your gigantic hair and yeah. have yourself a nice cocktail or five. Anyhow, poor Trip. Just oh man, it's such a scar. It's such a scar. It's just like like yeah. Uh, that must have been agonizing to just wear. Like that's a lot of prosthetics to put on the poor guy.
1: Yes, but, but in the context of prosthetics in Star Trek true, episodes, it wor- he's got it's it tr- very easy.
0: It's true. It could be worse, but generally the have aliens you not heard are- about
1: all of the extras who came on and would have like full body prosthetics and then would just have be constantly dealing with like anxiety and claustrophobia the entire time they were shooting? Well, it's
0: sort of like a, a similar, uh, not that in specific, but it brings in mind the story of Jim Carrey when he did The Grinch. And he said that it was so confining and so claustrophobic that he mm-hmm. just, he was like, I can't do this. And they brought in a specialist from the CIA who trains people on how to resist interrogation and like prolonged physical discomfort and mm-hmm. such. And he's the one who sort of. Taught him how they had to bring in a guy who teaches you how to withstand torture to get him through that.
1: I might, I sort of get it though. Yeah, like you'd for sure have to be constantly fighting. Can you imagine how itchy you would be? It wouldn't be the itching. It would be the the like the limitations. It would be the confining. Aspect of it for me.
0: For me, it'd be the. For me, it just be the. It, it would be the physical discomfort, the physical, the unable to, not to share too much viewers, but um, Rocket Man through picking up random radiation throughout the universe has a bit of a skin issue where I sometimes get incredibly itchy, and the ability to not scratch that would be just absolutely. Horrifying.
1: I was definitely thinking that you were going to tell us that you picked something up along your travels. I mean, that goes
0: without saying. Obviously, everyone knows that. <laughs> you know, I didn't feel that that was relevant. Your, your
1: space exploration. But um, anyhow, so
0: Enterprise. So this episode, again, we are in the Terran Empire. We are in a more foundational part of the Terran Empire. The Vulcans and such have clearly been conquered, but mm-hmm. a rebellion is currently ongoing. So, and do you want
1: to talk about how they kind of explain the, diver- the divergence in the let Yeah, let's, in
0: fact, let's get to that right now. So unlike the original series episode where it's just an established fact, these people are bad, yada, 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 let's just move on with the story is, they go into the very first scene in this two-parter is sort of an establishment of where the branching part, well, maybe, we don't know what Earth Society was before this point, but they show where the sort of the branching element from our universe of Star Trek really goes, which is going back to the initial first con- the very first contact with alien species. they in fact reuse the footage from uh, first contact, uh, where you have uh, our good friend James Cromwell being Zephron Cochran. But instead of when the Vulcans show up and the Vulcans again, seem to be unchanged because they still say live long and prosper, etc. But instead of shaking his hand, uh, Zephyrin Cochran promptly shoots the Vulcan with a shotgun.
1: How do you think they, did they, was that just, like, extra footage, do you think? I think they just filmed, because it the way it cuts, you
0: don't see his face when he shoots, sort uh, of. They just, like, like did he, some movie yeah, magic? they did some movie trickery to have him do that. Mm-hmm. And then he declares, like, all right, get on the ship and take everything. And they go in, they kill the rest of the Vulcans, they steal the ship. And that's how this world's federation starts. That's mm-hmm. how this universe's federation starts. And- Which
1: is a much uh, more... Uh, In-depth <laughs> explanation of why things are different. Yeah, it's a str-
0: it's a stronger baseline for the state of the universe as we see it now. It's a mm-hmm. stronger explanation for how this has all come about, um, and the mindset of all the humans that are th- that are in this particular thing. Okay. Yes. So we, but what's interesting with this one, I think, from an alternate universe standpoint, is they don't just go into alternate; they go into the idea of disjointed time alternate universes, which is interesting because the sort of, the entire two episode arc revolves around them stealing from the Tholians who have stolen the Defiant, Mm -hmm. not the one from Deep Space Nine, Mm -hmm. the original Defiant from the, which is still about a hundred years in the future from where in either universe from when this episode takes place. And in fact, you never cut to our original universe at all there are no characters from our original universe the entire story takes place entirely in the dark universe and entirely with dark universe characters which is again an interesting take on it they're not juxtaposing it with anything but they they do because
1: they do eventually find the logs
0: our our characters find the juxtaposition Mm -hmm. but in terms of a storytelling element they're not the original series episode is very much a juxtaposition episode. Uh, these are our good guys interacting with the what-if space Nazis. Do you know what this is? It's
1: just a way more sp- sophisticated telling of this juxt- juxtaposition yep. in that they are assuming that their audience is smart enough to remember what happened in the last episode that they showed Correct. and remember their like original characters Yes. and then be able to, in their mind, juxtapose it.
0: Yeah. They don't need the actual people there at the time. Yeah. You can remember the past four seasons that have happened and- act accordingly yes yeah it's it's based what they're very similar what this is is the benefit of sort of 40 years worth of you know storytelling Mm -hmm. techniques brought to television Mm -hmm. taken into effect
1: and cgi
0: yeah that too Mm -hmm. lots of which i have some thoughts on
1: that okay we can get into that later um it's mostly just that the whatever the is it the gorn the Gorn, yeah. The CGI Gorn is not as good as The CGI Gorn, Gorn is not as
0: good as 60s costume Gorn. Yeah. No. that's all. No, he's not.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I like that it's- CGI
1: a, sometimes isn't better.
0: Th- it's fun that they brought a callback to the Gorn because they, they, they're they almost never mentioned fun, as a species. Fun
1: fact about the original series yep. is that- And let me get this right, so I, I'll look it up in my notes. The body- So Bobby Clark, mm-hmm. who is Chekhov's guard number two, in the original series, he was the man inside the Gorn costume in arena.
0: Nice, yeah. There fun fact. Go. He's yeah, it's true. He is a big guy. Mm-hmm. There we go. Fun, fun fact, fact. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, one thing we we actually which I I want I wanted to talk about in mm-hmm. the original series we didn't talk about the pain booth. Because the pain booth comes back here, yeah, so way more sophisticated again. Let's
0: talk about the pain booth. Yeah, so so in order to enforce discipline in this particular universe, they shove you in a booth that tortures you.
1: Mm -hmm. But again. No explanation of how.
0: No. uh, No explanation of how.
1: They do a lot of explaining of like the universe and why and how. Yeah,
0: uh, there's a lot more of sort of the political situation. There's an emperor. Mm -hmm. There are rebellions because a bunch of species have been conquered. There are still... The Terran Empire has not conquered everything as we see from the Tholians. There are separate powers that also seem more aggressive and expansionist. Again, It takes that concept of what everything else would do in reaction to the existence of such an empire as a Terran Empire. The Tholians seem to be much more aggressive and expansionist in this universe than they are in the original universe as well. Probably as a reaction to this, the neighbor that they have. Mm-hmm. And you can sort of infer that other races are probably the same. Um,
1: but not everyone has a pain booth.
0: No, not no. clearly not everyone has a pain booth.
1: Who, who invents... Again, listen, just... we have a lot of torture techniques in this current universe that some might think would be a good universe compared to a bad universe. There's lots of torture techniques that people have invented through time like well, experiments. You know what it goes back and not to, to get super local, but yeah. some of those torture torture methods were developed here at McGill. Fun fact.
0: That's actually very true. Look it up, the CIA. guys. There's some pretty crazy stuff. In the
1: sixties? Yeah. The 50s.
0: I, I think maybe like late 50s, early 60s.
1: What's it? Uh, What's the thing? MKUltra. Yeah, it was MKUltra. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For the conspiracy theories yeah. and such, if you want to go down a crazy but rabbit hole, this... but it's not a conspiracy. This is all what actually happened. There is a
1: conspiracy built upon it, but this yeah. is actually a fact. The, there what... were experiments conducted at McGill that have been used to develop torture techniques that are being implemented currently and were implemented all through South America and in the Middle East.
0: Mm-hmm. At our, like, the through, Institute through for CIA. Mental Health and such. But
1: the CIA has taken those techniques. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's a crazy history. So before in you go
1: <laughs> too crazy into who could possibly invent an agony pain booth, it's the CIA. Well, yeah, we've mm-hmm. we've done that. We maybe th- there is a pain booth. Maybe th- they have a secret pain booth somewhere. The thing is, though, I just don't understand like what because there's no lasers. Is it a high frequency sound? Is it really hot? Because they get prob- very sweaty.
0: It's well, yeah, but you sweat when you're in a lot of pain. Like I don't know if well, you've ever is- broken a bone, you sweat like crazy. No, know, like-
1: but I've been in a lot of pain before. And, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that, but. It-
0: it's probably just like a, an electrical stimulation of your nervous system because that's what pain is. And it's just yeah, the but ability how? to remote, do, I don't know, remotely. But they're excite- not attaching
1: anything to their body. It's just they're going inside a booth. There's something,
0: some kind of transmissionable signal in the booth is yeah. able to do that. That's
1: just, it's just my question of how. Laser, heat. Maybe a combination of all those things. In invisible maybe a combination
0: of all those things
1: but hey listeners last time we asked you to tell us whether um a million staples falling on you could kill you this time we're asking you how can you make a pain booth yeah
0: now this is not (laughs) this is not to encourage the statistically one psychopath out there who's listening to this to actually attempt this
1: i think probably statistically well depending on how many people listen to this statistically it could be more than one
0: well for all of you and you know who you are don't actually make this. But
1: Sometimes they don't know who they are. How would you do it? But and if your brother is, don't let him listen to this. Or yeah. sister.
0: Yeah. You know who they are.
1: Hopefully. <laughs> Someone out there hopefully knows who they are. That got pretty dark. Yeah. Maybe technical Tina is one.
0: Yeah, probably. She's just lurking in there. She
1: is in a booth right now. <laughs> twisting knobs. Hopefully it's not
0: a pain booth. I mean, but she <laughs> certainly she wouldn't do that to herself.
1: Maybe we're in the pain booth. We don't
0: even know. This could end very abruptly. <laughs> but however, again... In the previous episode, we spoke about how they they were inspired a lot by sort of Napoleonic with like the costumes and things. Well, the, the same sort of thing. the The idea of the pain booth actually isn't that outlandish. When you uh, when you were mutinous and such in the navies in the 17th and 18th century, or you messed up your job, you got lashes. It's the, the exact same concept applies. Oh, for applies. sure.
1: I just mean it's yeah. a really lazy. It's a really it's lazy a really way lazy of doing lazy it. Idea. Yeah. Where they're like go into this booth and we won't explain how and we won't show how but you're just gonna be in so much pain
0: yeah and as an acting challenge it's like okay so just stand there but really this so much this, pain this sucks so much pain but just
1: can we also talk about some other acting choices because mm-hmm. all I have written down is that uh, Scott Bakula slash Archer. Yep. Um. Just sounds constipated.
0: Evil vacuum <laughs> yeah, sounds he's, constipated. He's always incredibly tense. He's always clenched up. Yeah. Every time he speaks, he's like, "You know, we want to." This. Is I mean, just constipation the way it is.
1: would make you a little angry. It's a it's a deeply uncomfortable thing. I just love that that was his choice.
0: Yeah. You're a fucking never forget that. Yeah. There's yeah. some pretty intense stuff here. Yeah. You would think he would be relaxed. You would think he would relax even when he's there with like you know Hoshi sexying it up, but no, he's still super like. Very, very. God needs,
1: I guess he'd probably like, that. Would not be a fun well, bed he, <laughs> time. No, that one. Someone who is that tense and that constipated would <laughs>
0: probably is not. But you know, it would be a fairly stressful existence.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Living yeah. with the idea that the way you advance your career is the guy below you is gonna knife you in the kidneys.
1: No, absolutely. It would be. You know? It would be terrible. Yeah, but not everyone. Not everyone has that problem. It's constipated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the face of stress. Even the normal It happens to some people.
0: Even the nominal captain, like the guy, because in this mm-hmm. universe, Archer's only second in command. And that you're right, For the captain doesn't have that problem. Yes, of course, Archer's grand plan is that he will take over mm-hmm. using this, the Defiant, using mm-hmm. the Tholian ship. But which, yeah,
1: the captain isn't constipated.
0: No. Seems to be okay. It's just Bacula. It's just Bacula. He's, it's just, bacula. <laughs> it's just Bacula's having some intestinal <laughs> issues. He's having some problems. Yeah. So it's it's this version of alternate universe. It's the same cons. It's the same concept. It's the same universe as the previous one, but I feel that they take it further and that there's been, despite the fact that chronologically it takes place earlier, this is more of a butterfly effect take on an alternate universe than a simple, like, this is bad now. Yada yada. It's mm-hmm. there's there has clearly been an effect on a wider sort of range of things in this universe. A lot more has been taken into account when thinking about how things would be different. Mm-hmm. So it's still fundamentally the same style. It's just perhaps done with a bit more sort of thoroughness yes. to it.
1: Well, because if they hadn't, then this would have been a <laughs> flop.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't have worked because you need because the audience at this point
1: needed more. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, this this episode is ranked as one of the best ones in the Enterprise in this series.
0: I mean, there's... there's, several, there's...
1: I mean, it's a low bar. I hate to keep but...
0: shitting on Enterprise like this, but I mean, you know, there's a couple of different ways you could take that.
1: Sure. But but it's... no. It's, it was it's, also nominated for an Emmy.
0: It's a well-constructed episode. But do you want to know
1: what it was not nominated
0: for? Like the for? sound editing? Hairstyling. Okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hairstyling,
1: really? Yeah.
0: Sure, why not?
1: Outstanding hairstyling for a hair. series <laughs> in uh, 2005. Fun fact.
0: There you go. Did they win?
1: Uh. Well, I think that if they say that it was nominated, it <laughs> means
0: they didn't yeah. win. Yeah, that's true. They, they would have said, said it, it won.
1: won. Yeah, because yeah. we know those results. Yeah, now. it's true. It's been a, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's been a while. <laughs> we can look back and yeah. say, hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's as far as. Well, again, because they also switch it up by having the idea of the ability, which. Again, it gets me a bit more scientific. The ability that if you could breach dimensions, you wouldn't necessarily breach dimensions at the same time. While everything technically happens concurrently in the alternate dimensions, the original series one has that where they're beaming up at the exact same time, and that's why the problem occurs. Mm-hmm. If you could, artific- because I believe the Tholians artificially breach the dimensional barrier, you could perhaps do that where you didn't wouldn't have to show up at the exact same time period as where it is that you started from. You yep. could breach into an alternative dimension. If you're already traveling in four or five, six dimensional space, you should be able to therefore travel along the fourth dimension to a different point in time.
1: But you're really getting into what sort of alternative universes you believe it is because there's different theories of what an alternative universe would be, right? Mm -hmm. There's the one where at every choice that you make, there's a branch and a new alternate universe yeah. is created by the choices. That's the and so it could come back to the point where it diverged, but everything mm-hmm. after that wouldn't happen concurrently because it would all be affected by the different choices mm-hmm. versus a more uh, I don't know if the right word to describe it, but like a like a simpler version where it's just literally parallel. Yeah, they are parallel universe, but there's something fundamentally different. And in that case, if they're actually parallel, then it would be it would make sense that the things would happen at the same time. So you would be more likely to go between at the same point. Well, it depends on... Because it's a parallel universe versus an alternative universe. Of course. However, it's also
0: established in Star Trek multiple times that they have the ability to travel through... T- they they've have ways to travel through time.
1: But traveling through time is not alternate universes or parallel no, but universes. if You're in you the ha- same universe. You're just going back and forth in time.
0: Of course. But the whole reason they tend not to travel through time is the possible ramifications of affecting change within your own universe. However, but, if you have the ability to do that, that and you go to a different one, doesn't, it doesn't matter. That
1: doesn't necessarily ma- mean that you're creating an alternative universe. It just means that you're changing the one that you're in.
0: Of course. But hence why they don't do it that often because they're afraid of changing the one they're in. Mm-hmm. But you could always use that technology to go and fuck up another universe. But traveling in not?
1: time is not the same as breaching into alternative universes. It's
0: not, but you could perhaps you combine need... the two.
1: Yeah, but I just mean, you. just because you have the technology to time travel doesn't mean you have the technology to, to breach alternative universes. Of
0: course not. But clearly the Tholians have both.
1: But if you did have both, yeah. yes, you're right. You could go back. You and could then go you into would... another universe and fuck that one up. Yeah, because you Which don't worry really... about the consequences. That's really fucked up, though. Yeah. That's like, that's like a... a, a a really terrible, futuristic version of colonization.
0: <laughs> yeah, essentially it's, uh, I don't care about what happens here, it doesn't yeah. matter, we'll take yeah. what we want and then we leave. Yeah. And at this point, they take...
1: Oh, I haven't even... You know how you think about how, like, if there is intelligent universe out there, the probability of us being the most advanced one is so low that probably any alien coming here would be coming here for a specific reason and mm-hmm. probably won't be that friendly. Yeah. They'll be coming, they'll be looking for something. Yeah. I never even considered the idea, the possibility of like a time traveling alien force yeah. who's like just pillaging other universes. Just be- like because they don't want to
0: mess up their own. Yeah.
1: That's so bleak.
0: That yeah, that's actually that's quite a concept, <laughs> isn't it? That's so
1: bleak. Yeah. That's so dark. And really disturbing. And that's what they do. In but this they episode. would. But, but if that was the case, they would not give two shits. It'd be they'd be so much more ruthless.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't care about anything because it's not even that they don't care about the individual. This entire planet is that entire universe to them isn't even real per se. They don't yeah. care. They'll just they take just what they want give and no leave. No shits. Yeah. There you go. That's some cheerful thoughts. <laughs> and essentially, that's what the Tholians do. Yeah. That's what. So these guys. In this universe this the the Terran Empire is not great but clearly these people the Tholians are not great either. Mm-hmm. They're pretty sketchy yep. and they've also killed the entire crew that the entire original crew that was on the Defiant over the course of the two episodes the Enterprise crew goes over the Defiant everyone there is already dead. They've all already been killed except for the Gorn
1: mm-hmm.
0: who proceeds the to gorn it up. Gorn. Proceeds yeah. to go and gorn it up.
1: Yeah, and by gorn it up, you mean sabotage. Sabotage the thing and
0: yeah. be bad when he finally shows up because of his CGI. But that's, yeah, that's terrible. It's not his fault. He's from an alternate universe.
1: It's the director's fault.
0: <laughs> they could have done a prosthetic.
1: Yeah, yeah, it would have been so much better. Well, but this is the, this is the reality of, of the industry right now. VFX and CGI are oftentimes cheaper than practical effects, mm-hmm. even though they're not always better.
0: But it, hence why there's sort of been a backlash against CGI now. Oh. Like people are like put it put it back in the camera. There was when put it, it the put it back in the camera. Put it back in shot. Yeah, you don't need to go the full Coppola and Dracula route. <laughs> what would I have? Would I have a note here for like? how they're d- demonstrating this alternate universe compared to the original ones that we've already seen is they've dialed everything up to 11. Yes. Is that where we're at? Like everything's up to 11. Mm-hmm. Scars are up to 11. The shittiness of people is up lingerie to 11. Is lingerie. is up to, to 11. I mean, topol is rocking some like topol is pretty like gets naked quite often just in the regular show, yeah. but she's rocking like
1: Lagerie. she's
0: even more. She's ro- Tapole's rocking even more midriff than Ahura did. And then yeah, yeah Hoshi's just full on lingerie. Uh, so, yeah, they just turn... Oh, yeah, every... right.
1: Sorry. topol is T'Pol midriff. is midriff, and,
0: yeah. and Hoshi is full-on lingerie. Yeah. Like, they turn everything up to just 11. They're For like, sure. let's go full bore yeah. into this. Because
1: evil women are naked women.
0: Evil women are naked. And the evilest... Yeah, yeah it's true. Topol has much more clothes than Hoshi, and mm-hmm. she ends up to be just fighting to attempt to free the Vulcans, etc.
1: In, in the true puritanical legacy of America. <laughs> yeah. Naked women are evil. Naked women evil. Hoshi yeah. is
0: the is backstabs everybody she can. She ends up on top. No pun intended. Um, yeah. And she becomes the empress because she backs. But she also her bangs way.
1: her way through. She every also bangs her way.
0: She does exactly what has been established in the yeah. original series: is she has banged her way to the top. Yeah. With a bit of stabbing involved too. For sure. She mixes up the banging and the stabbing. <laughs>
1: yeah. There's some jokes I want to make, but that's not what this episode is. <laughs> <laughs> we we changed the format of the show, so do i do one won't. do
0: one. Do one.
1: Well, I mean it was just a lot of stabbing. Stabbing,
0: banging. banging. Yeah. The two are often yeah. intermingled. Sheathing. <laughs> Sheathing her knife, which she has to do several times yeah. In fact she just she is in and hiding out, it, in and out. it does beg the question because she pulls a knife on Archer when she's wearing her lingerie.
1: Where was she keeping that? I mean, it's not as good as Uhura's boot knife. No. But yeah, where would you keep it?
0: I mean it's not in her boot.
1: No. But that lingerie doesn't hold knives. So that's what I mean.
0: It's a, yeah, there's only a couple of options available.
1: Well, I can I can tell you, there isn't that many options.
0: Well, she pulls it out of a sheath.
1: Sure, but sheath
0: <laughs> Yeah. No, I know where you're going with this.
1: <laughs> Even if it's in a sheath, yeah. you can't. It's true, there aren't it's, that
0: many options. Like
1: it, if it's beyond a certain length, yep. it's not hiding very well.
0: No. That's no, that, it would be noticeable. <laughs> like, why? Oh, gee, are you just happy to see me is that anyhow? Yeah. We're good. Getting... See, this is what happens when you put the two of us back together.
1: I'm sure that there is some brilliant costume designer that for for some sort of movie has had to have like a like a naked assassin hiding weapons that like there is probably like or even not like a costume designer, probably someone in the past like a really mm-hmm. clever weapons yeah. maker. <laughs> just like found ways to like sew it into fabric or yeah have it yeah. In, a, in a pouch yeah. somewhere mm-hmm.
0: somehow oh absolutely i mean yeah yeah there's been a long history of people <laughs> trying Hitting to hide weapons. how they're gonna yeah. murder you for sure i mean they used to have like rings with little spikes in them that you could poison someone with i think this is a
1: million dollar idea i think that we need to create a lingerie brand that just has but, hidden knives
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> K- killing you lingerie
1: oh it could be we should really get associated with killing eve
0: Oh, TV yes. Show. Yeah, Villanelle has probably yeah. murdered someone yeah. in Loderae. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, boy.
1: <laughs> All right. Getting back to the episode. Yeah. Um, Should we talk about Vulcan Inception in Mind melds? Yes. Because that's a pretty terrifying. Yes, we terrifying should. So little... we brought
0: this up a bit last episode. Yes. But it comes to the fore here of, yes, wow- The implication, T'Pol has set Trip up to make it seem like Trip has sabotaged the ship. And part of how she has done that is when they were in Pon Far and got it on, Mm -hmm. she incepted some sort of basic thoughts into his mind.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is, yeah... There's a lot of implications there.
1: I feel like we also, at this point, need to talk about how, in Star Trek, all of the writers, <coughs> when they do dark universes for female characters, are just the worst stereotypes of male fears of women. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we just really need to talk about how deeply disturbing it is to go into the psyche of the writers at Star yeah, Trek like, and what they this think is, of women. This is
0: what an evil lady would be. Yeah. She would be using her wiles on you all the time.
1: And then, while you're having sex with her, planting seeds of thoughts in your head to make you while you're
0: attempting to plant your seeds seeds of thoughts have already been planted or
1: maybe it's just like a a new level of equality has you know given a woman the ability to plant some seeds while the men plants their seeds
0: it's entirely possible that would be a very that's very (laughs) never mind (laughs) the writers probably like that's a very dark that's the darkest of universes if suddenly they're able to be on the equal footing oh boy
1: Any idea of like having sex with someone and then them putting an idea in your head while having sex is kind of disturbing.
0: Well, and the idea that they're in your head while you're, I mean, while they're
1: in. While they're in.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, this brings up <laughs> thoughts of that. Again, with what we know about Mel Gibson now, that retroactively, existentially terrifying film, What Women Want, mm-hmm. which is a really, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. They
1: did a male, like, a, they did a, they did a female version one. recently. I didn't see it though, but Neither it was with, um, I. Ter- uh, Tiffany Haddish, no, P. Henderson, Tara, Taraji, Taraji P. Henderson, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's who it was.
0: Yes, yeah, 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 it definitely was. Yeah, but and, and I, you know what? I'd be more comfortable with her being able to hear my thoughts than Mel Gibson being able to hear anybody's thoughts because he's Mel Gibson and he's like pretty terrifying. That's true. But but the whole idea. Is that that does happen while he he can't incept thoughts into the woman he's sleeping with his head, but he can hear her thoughts while he's doing it and adjust himself accordingly. But that
1: is kind of inception, though.
0: A little bit. Yeah.
1: If I can hear what you are thinking <coughs> and you don't know, mm-hmm. and I'm reacting not to what you say, but what to you, what you're thinking. Because you
0: can do exactly what that person mm-hmm. is thinking. Needs, and that's what he does. Yeah. That's what he ends up doing. Yeah. And you can yeah.
1: you can do exactly what you need to do to get them to, th- to like, think what you need them to think. Yeah. So it is a little bit like Inception. A little bit, yeah.
0: And if there's one thing we don't need, it's Mel Gibson being able going to going around incept incepting people. people. Yeah,
1: that's just that's yeah. just not good. No. Is there someone though that you would want to go around incepting people?
0: No, but there are different levels of that. I would trust certain people with that power more than others.
1: So who would you trust though? Um,
0: that's actually that's a great question. Okay, so if we're going to keep it in the realm of famous people, if it had to be Mel Gibson who had that power or Hugh Jackman, I would trust Hugh Jackman with that power over Mel Gibson.
1: interesting that those are the two options. because Hugh Jackman's sexy. (laughs) (laughs) And Mel Gibson is also sexy? No. Like, what what paired those two together? As far as I'm
0: aware, Hugh Jackman has never once had any kind of negative incident involved with him for anything, as far as I'm aware.
1: And doesn't he have, like, a like a long-term wife that he's just... Like I believe so couple. as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Is that he just... Again, we don't know the deepest and darkest thoughts of people, but he seems like a relatively decent person. Yeah. So, yeah, out of the two of them... Okay. I would trust him or the other one.
1: Female celebrities, go.
0: Who, who I would or wouldn't?
1: One that you would and one that you wouldn't. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um... <laughs>
0: who would I? That's a great question. Um... Probably, like, I don't know, like, Helen Mirren. Would? Yeah, would. Just, and, again, and who, I trust her. who wouldn't? Ooh. Um, I mean, the problem is the wouldn't list for both men and women is very wide. Um, so picking one in particular... Uh, anything I say is going to sound terrible, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. I a really, a, this a is really a like, of, laid you a trap. This yet. is a
0: bit of a trap question. Um... So I'm gonna go with. Just, Wait, what's,
1: what's that? What's that terrible woman? Um, or, I mean,
0: none of the Kardashians. Ann Coulter. Oh yeah, there you go. But she, I wouldn't. I, I hesitate to call her a celebrity. She's, she's a celebrity more than, in some she's, circles. Yeah, but she's a famous skeleton, not really a famous woman. But anyway, yeah, there we go. I'm shitting on Ann Coulter. But yeah, I for instance, I wouldn't trust any of the Kardashians with that power. Any of them. Okay. Including, including Caitlyn Jenner. In fact especially Caitlyn Jenner, but, or any of the rest of them either.
1: Uh, all right. Yeah. Hard no one Kardashian inception. Yeah.
0: But I'd be okay with Helen Mirren. I think she, if she did use the power, maybe she just used the power for good.
1: I, yeah, I think that, yeah. Or
0: like Judy Dench.
1: Um, no, Kate, Kate Blanchett.
0: Yeah. She'd be fine. I'd be fine with that.
1: I'd be, I'd be on board with her. Yeah. 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 (laughs) This episode is really turning into like the episode of weird side rants.
0: It's it's fine. Sometimes you need that episode. Sometimes you need to shake it up. You need to shake up the format a bit. Yeah. Maybe that's a dark universe where everyone can hear everyone a, a universe where everyone could hear everyone else's thoughts would be just
1: It'd be chaotic and and yeah. like like a weird kind of hell.
0: Yeah, it would be hard to it would be hard to build any long-term society based on but that.
1: But it would just be imagine when you're in a a room and it's really loud because everyone around you is talking. But that would be constant but if you were everyone ever, around you is thinking. Because there are very few people that never have <laughs> any thoughts. Mm-hmm. Even if it isn't, even if you aren't thinking word thoughts, if you were hearing everyone's thoughts, you would theoretically still hear those nonverbal thoughts even, in yeah, some way. Even when
0: no one was speaking.
1: Yeah. And so anyone that you were around, even when they're silent, they're usually thinking. Mm hmm. It would, be, it would be like a, an incessant chatter that you could never escape from. It's why
0: whenever you encounter telepaths and anything like this, there's always limits placed upon that. Yeah. Because otherwise... Or they have to learn insane. how to block things out. Yeah, or everyone goes nuts. Because
1: you would go insane. Yeah. I think if everyone, like, if one day you woke up and everyone had the ability to be a telepath, uh, everyone would go insane.
0: Yeah, very quickly.
1: Yeah. All right. What is the voice that Archer hears? Where is that voice coming from?
0: That's a great question.
1: Is it supposed to be the archer from, from the other his universe, conscience or him? is it like, because it's telling it to him to do terrible things, doesn't it? It's mostly like overthrow and kill. Yeah, it's. Uh, is yeah. it his like? Is it his like ambition and drive
0: personified? I, th- I think that's what it's supposed to be. It it's isn't supposed clear, to be in a personification of his like inner process or something like that. But you're right. It's very.
1: Or is it? Or is it uh, mind inception? Is but that what it is supposed to be? N- no,
0: because later on, it starts to tell him good things. But it's only after it's after he listens to his alternate universe's versions logs. When he listens to his own voice, but a different version of himself saying things, is when he really starts to hear that more. So I think it's it's maybe the personification of like his, his developing thought process a con- of a uh, conscience. Yeah, or th- starting to think along different tracks, along what could possibly be instead. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's the intrusion, the intrusion in his mind of another possible version of himself and like making that a physical reality through like narrative device.
1: Yeah. I mean, that does make sense. Although it didn't, it seemed unclear just because he was, it it felt like. They were trying to allude to maybe him being close enough to the rift between the other universe that he was hearing things from the other side. Yeah,
0: it wasn't perhaps well executed because, as you say, it could easily go that route as well.
1: Which doesn't make any sense. No. None at all. No.
0: That doesn't because make any universe,
1: sense. Because a good universe archer is not telepathic.
0: Well, not only that, but the rift in that universe supposedly is 100 years in the future anyway, so that archer is long since dead. Yeah. So, yeah. From. I think maybe what they were going for is what we like the we're development saying, of conscience. But yeah, it wasn't sort of well enough performed that it left it open to that kind of interpretation of maybe it's just did it bleeding through or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It oh, wasn't very clear. Because
0: if it was a bleed through from another dimension, more of certainly it would happen to more of them than just him. Yeah. Because they were all that close to the rib. No,
1: I think it probably was some sort of their like plot device to show that he was growing a conscience. Mm hmm but like we said it's not the best execution <laughs> yeah. but i mean <clears throat> it is enterprise
0: yeah you know again poor enterprise
1: the but. one thing that i'll say that that enterprise always does well is that they're a lot better at doing at showing like a diversity a more realistic diversity of aliens yes cuz they have hermaphroditic aliens in this episode
0: yeah well the the, the and the, the and they have the the tholians aren't humans in the aren't humans with weird foreheads they're like insect bug sort of things with intense exoskeletons and such so so
1: the enterprise does a a lot better job of being a lot more realistic and imaginative about what sort of aliens you would encounter yeah because all the other series basically are just like humanoid
0: yeah human i mean you know, you got to give them pass for that because it's budget limitation of how much it is that you have. It
1: is, but it isn't though, because Voyager and Deep Space Nine. By the time they got that, they were using a lot of CGI. That's true. Like they have, yeah. they have alien races that are heavily CGI'd. Yeah.
0: F- uh, speaking about a future episode that we'll be hearing, you know, Farscape also just went the full puppet route and it works really well for sure. Like or
1: makeup and CGI, or mm-hmm. sorry, or makeup and uh, prosthetics and, instead of CGI. Mm-hmm. Yeah or you do something where like you can't even see the aliens like there there are there are ways to do it where you're showing the diversity or you talk about aliens that have these things and you don't always show them. Yeah. But, but
0: you suggest that they exist. Well there's
1: yeah. there's very little suggestion in those other series. Yeah. Whereas Enterprise Enterprise commits
0: really... to that. Yeah. Which is good.
1: Which is the one thing that they did better than the other. Series. Yeah, the
0: Solian. Yeah, maybe the Solian the only is... thing that
1: they do better than And the also men,
0: this version of Dr. Phlox is awful. Like, he's very much a Dr. Mengele type, yeah. like, he's a very much a Dr. Mengele type character and just generally not very good. Which is unfortunate because he's my favorite character otherwise. Like, he's the most sort of, like, human and just generally cheerful. So, uh, well, again, I mean,
1: that's probably them just showing... That's
0: why. Again, yeah. it's the same as the other one. The further extreme on one end of the spectrum you are, the further they're going to take that character in the other one.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. So, so should we talk about um, Empress Saito? Sato.
0: Yes. So, in the end... Hoshi's banging and stabbing her way to the top.
1: She bangs her way to the top.
0: Yeah, she shows up with a defiant, a much to earth, and basically says, "Y'all are gonna surrender, or I will blow you to kingdom come." Yeah, and becomes the empress, which which,
1: which is a, a a better ending yeah. for that character. Yes. Again, it's like a little bit of a flailing attempt at feminism. Yeah,
0: sorry we put you in end. lingerie the whole time at Hoshi. Now you lead the Terran Repo- now you lead the Terran Empire.
1: It's it feels like they were like, let's let's do this homage to this really loved episode in the original series. And so we're going to do kind of a scene for scene copy, at least in the first bit of this. Yeah. As what happened in the other one, so they're like clearly we need one of our female characters to be in lingerie yeah. and just bang the captain, and then they're at the end they were like maybe people won't love that. Yeah, so, so let's have her.
0: Yeah, let's have her be Empress. Yeah,
1: which I mean, it- I'll give you points, but you don't redeem yourself. Yeah, you could have done so much better. Yeah, yeah. But- Show us where you put the sh- the knife. Show us how smart she is about what, how, where she's hiding that knife, man.
0: Pretty sure that the censors would not allow that. <laughs>
1: sure, <laughs> but I just mean if you really want to show how like clever and, and plotting she is, then
0: and they do they do actually they take that discovery takes that and runs with it in that the leader of the um the leader of the Terran Republic and that is also an Empress and like the empress line has come down since then so like hoshi oh. is the first empress and the empress thing continues onwards I mean, we don't we don't good. hear in so this is in,
1: in discovery the new
0: yeah there's uh, a whole the, the, the alternate universe
1: I still haven't caught up in discovery the
0: alternate universe features Incredibly heavily, really, incredibly heavily oh, cool. in the first season of Discovery, very incredibly heavily. That's cool. Uh, and yeah, there is still an Empress. It's never said in the original series that there is not an Empress. Mm-hmm. That never comes up. There yes. very well could be. We don't know. Sure. Mm, but they keep they keep that through line. That sort of this is the this this Enterprise story is the establishment of a monarchy in the Empire, which will continue for a for a while.
1: Yeah. I mean. It it is nice how Star Trek tends to build on past successes of mm-hmm. other series, um, but I do love that Enterprise <laughs> kind of like threw this hail Mary of like, see, we're sort of feminist, yeah. yeah, and they just <laughs> went,
0: okay, we'll run with that, yeah, yeah. So yeah, again, I I feel that this has already been established. It was established even in the previous episode that we did that this this episode had to be an alternate. This story had to be an alternate universe story because that is the in the very fabric, it's taking the concept of let's show our guys, but bad and just running with it way more sure. and making, and and taking, taking the concept and viewing it in a more broader spectrum of like, of not just affecting our main characters, but how it has affected everything, how the universe, how this universe became as bad as it is and what it is doing to everyone else around it and such. But it's still at its core, just a, what if everyone was bad take on an alternate universe yes. concept.
1: Also, I mean, as, 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 Sophisticated as this is, as more sophisticated as this is, yeah. or or a more complex, more interesting telling of yeah. of this alternative dark universe, it still serves very little purpose in the narrative arc of this series or Correct. this season. In fact, it's it serves really, none. There's really no point to this beyond homage, yeah, and nostalgia. Like it, like it doesn't is,
0: affect the rest of the season at all. No,
1: it doesn't. It doesn't further any plot lines. It doesn't no. really do anything beyond say, like catering to like pleasing fans in yeah. this throwback to a really well known, well loved original series episode.
0: Which I mean, you know, it's their last season, they knew they were ending. They There's didn't. nothing they didn't. Oh, they didn't know they were ending. They found
1: out when they were filming these episodes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, I read that. So they didn't actually know. Well. This wasn't done because they were ending. They just This did. was a planned... this was the
0: time to do it.
1: Yeah. So I mean yes, it had to be for the same reasons the original series is, but the, the the justification of why it had to be an alternative one is pretty weak. Yeah, it's yeah. still enjoyable. It's though. Still enjoyable. Yeah, it's
0: still a fun take on it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, although I do still wish that they explained the pain booth.
0: <laughs> well, again, hopefully one of our listeners can do so.
1: Because they they really like, kind of filled in the gaps that the first. Like the original series episode. Yeah, of how it
0: came to be in this, Yeah, they the they other. do a better
1: job of filling in the gaps, making it more plausible, like rounding it out. But that pain booth man
0: You're pretty fixated on that.
1: Well it's it's the it's the worst plot point. <laughs> yeah. The one that makes the I least mean not of talking sense. about the terrible flailing Hail Mary feminist yeah. thing of, of let's put this woman in lingerie all episode and then no, oh, just kidding. She's the Empress Um, but uh Yeah, the Technic- pain booth is technically it's the <clears throat>
0: well, then, again, I'll reiterate. So the question for our listeners this time is how, how do you design a paint booth? What do you do? And please... Please don't actually do this.
1: And also don't look up how, how you hide a, a knife when you're wearing lingerie.
0: Yeah, unless, again, you want your Google search metrics just to go completely off the rails. Unless
1: you are like a secret assassin's costume clothing designer and weapon master, if and you, you have that answer, then we would love to hear from you.
0: Yeah, if you are one of those very specific things yeah, – yeah, you're right. If you are one of those specific things – we would really like to hear from you yeah, because you agree. sound like a barrel of laughs. You sound you like a sound great You sound like a barrel time. of
1: laughs. You sound terrifying and also incredibly interesting.
0: Uh, yeah. Please, please you contact interest,
1: us. Uh, you interest us and also terrify us.
0: Please, please contact us. We would love to hear from yeah. you. Alrighty, All righty. So this concludes another episode, uh, my lovely listeners. Please, if you would, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RocketmanTFGC. And if you like what you were hearing, and since we're a few episodes in, I assume you do, please head on over to rateyourpodcast.com slash RocketmanTFGC. You can leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening. Have yourselves a good evening, day, or whenever else you're listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>
1: This has been a Two Finger Guns Club
0: production.